Well, hello, hello, hello there. Um, wow, what a pleasure it is to be back. Uh, so welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul. I'm your host, Cardelia Reed. And I tell you, it's been a season. Um, this new season is just fabulous. It's wonderful. And I have been wanting to get back for a while now. But, you know, just so much, um, so many things that go on in your life. And then you say, okay, now I want to get back to the true things that make me happy. You know, the truth is when I'm doing this podcast, um, nothing else matters around me. Nothing else matters. I just, I love it so much. I tell you. And the one true thing the Lord has wanted me to learn in this season of very strong warfare, uh, where he's just completely elevating and constantly pushes us up, right? Pushing me up to that level. is about faith and love. Uh, faith and love go hand in hand. And I tell you, this entire season is going to be on faith and love. I, this was a big one because I originally wanted to do it on just love. And then I recorded a couple of podcasts and they really didn't get recorded right and they messed up. And so the Holy Spirit said, no, I want you to go back and do it on faith and love. So here I am today. <laughs> Welcome. I'm glad you're joining me. Your presence means so much. I really do hope and pray that this episode will bless you. It will fill you up in areas of your life where things you don't even want to talk about. I hope that after you hear this season, you're okay with talking about them. Um, in areas of your life where you feel where you're discouraged, I want you to be so motivated that you go out and motivate others. I want you to be just that encouraged. So it will happen. It will happen in Jesus' name. You know, I was um, turning in my Bible and I was getting ready to go to a meeting and I came across the book of Daniel. I was actually going all the way back to another book of Genesis. But I literally passed by the book of Daniel. And I mean, this prayer jumped out at me. And, you know, Bibles are pretty thick. So it's only by the power of the Holy Spirit that something like that can occur, right? So this prayer is actually found in Daniel, second chapter. And it's going to be at the... 20th verse. And this is a prayer that Daniel says that then Daniel praised the God of heaven and said, praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He changes times and seasons. He deposes kings and raises up others. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the discerning. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what lies in darkness and light dwells with him. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we asked of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. Wow. So when I saw that, you know, it made me think about what this actually was. Now, obviously, I've, you know, I've read this before, but you never know what happens when you go back and you read it again and again and again and again. The Bible is one of those books you can never just say, oh, I read that. I'm done. No, no, no. There's so many different ways the Lord reveals things to you every time you go back and read it. I went back and I read this story about how uh, the king had a dream. And basically, the people that he had working with him just could not interpret the dream. So because of that, the king was very frustrated and he decided that he was going to get rid of the people that was there to interpret it because they were no use to him. And he was going to start just going the killing spree because he was so frustrated that his dream could not be interpreted. 
Well, Daniel heard this and Daniel out of love, out of love. Let me say this again, out of love for God's people and to save his own life. Daniel said, well, I can interpret the dream. And sure enough, Daniel prays, Daniel prays three times a day. He prays and the Lord gives him the interpretation and Daniel is happy. He interprets that dream literally right after this prayer. It goes into Daniel interprets the dream. By the way, this is the NIV version of the Bible. If you haven't figured it out when I was reading the other, uh, when I was reading the scriptures, but he interprets the dream and the king is so delighted and impressed. He promotes Daniel to stay exactly, to be in the same area where he is. And then Daniel, in turn, promotes Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yes, remember them? Yes, he, in turn, promotes them. And out of um, the interpretation of his dream, the king decides he was going to build a statue, which is, you know, this is just where his heart was at the time. He was going to build a statue based on the dream that he had uh, that Daniel interpreted. So out of the statue, he wanted people to bow down to the statue. And... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had already been promoted along with Daniel, he was, they were, Daniel gave them a status for over a certain area. And they said, no, we're not going to bow down to this king. I'm sorry. Well, to the king and actually to the king's statue. They were not going to bow down to the statue, which you already know the story. But one thing that was so great about this story, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had faith. I mean, um, uh, such amazing faith. They also told the king, listen, we're not going to bow down to this statue. And even if our God doesn't show up, we will, we will not be calling the statue our God. So the king was so upset, he went crazy and made the fire extremely hot. Pe- other people died. When they got in the fire, as you know, there's a fourth man that showed up to the point where this king, Nebuchadnezzar, leaps up to his feet. This is, that's my favorite part of the story, by the way, when he leaps up, because that's the kind of amazement that God gives us, leaps up to his feet and he looks in and he's actually seeing the son of God. He's seeing him walk around, walk around, walk around in the fire. And he can't believe it because there's a fourth man. He only put three in there. So he's wondering what in the world is going on. And I love it. I, you know, there are some things you wish you could see in history. I wish I could have seen the look on Nebuchadnezzar's face when he saw that. I I would have certainly loved to see it, let alone the look on his face. Now, listen to, though, the big part about this story I want you to get is that he literally, when he saw the fourth man in the fire and saw them walking around with no fire harming them, he was so moved and so blown away. He had them come up. He started praising and worshiping God. And he had others, the entire kingdom, the influencers. He, he Basically, he influenced them to praise and worship God. That's the whole point of getting the king to do it. And also, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was promoted even higher because of their faith everybody was blessed. That's the kind of faith and love I want to talk about this season. Okay. That's the kind of faith and love I want to focus on. Now, remember, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego also had a love for God. They loved God. They loved God. They loved God. And they had faith. So out of their faith and love, 
And Daniel, just the having the faith that God was going to give him the interpretation for the dream, he knew that he spoke it before it even happened. That's critical. That's the faith and love I want to talk about in this season. I'm not talking about the faith of, oh, I'm really believing God for a new car. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the faith of people, uh, of you and me, those who really seriously seek him. He is the reward of those who seek him diligently. When you love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, that's the kind of faith and love I'm going to talk about in this season, because that's the kind that moves mountains and everybody gets blessed. That's why I want to really focus on that. And this is huge because the truth is, um, as I was, I've been studying Paul. I think I talked about this um, all in last season. When I talked about faith. Um, between last season and now, I've I've studied Paul so much. The life of Paul, his writings. Um, I've read so many of his books that he's written over and over and over again. I meditate on them and I pray and I read and I meditate. I pray and I read and I meditate. Uh, not all in that order, but I do it. But I found myself... When I was reading Second Corinthians, when I was reading Colossians and Philippians, I kept highlighting verses. They all talked about love, all talked about faith. At every single verse, just about there's a, a there's a, some type of connotation to faith and love. That's the message that Paul truly, deeply focused on a lot when he was writing his book. So if you go to Philippians. Uh, first chapter, ninth verse, he says, and this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and death of insight. Verse 10, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. And I'm going to continue to read to 11. Filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. This is why Paul was writing his books, you know, and one of the things that I deeply admire about Paul, uh, he just went through so much. The more I read his books, the more I get into and deeply feel the things that he was feeling. How is it for him to have gone through the things that he went through, the beatings, the betrayal, the hunger, uh, just being shipwrecked, everything that he went through? Uh, some people were after to kill him. I mean, he went through so much, yet he always focused on helping God's people understand the love of Jesus. And so that these people will also have a life that exhibits the love of Jesus. That takes the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not humanly possible. And this is the kind of faith and love I truly want to talk about because I don't know during these times, it takes a whole lot more than what we used to have, or what we used to think we were going to do. It takes a whole lot more just going to church and sitting down. It takes engagement, actively reading, actively praying, actively showing that in your daily walk. Remember, you know a fruit, a tree based on the fruit that it bears. So I want you to think about the fruit that you are bearing. It takes a whole lot more right now than just saying, you know what? I don't feel love in this environment. No, you have to be that love and give that love yourself. 
unless you're led to leave that environment. Now, that's a totally different thing. But the truth is, the Lord will make it plain and clear when it's time for you to leave somewhere. Other than that, you have to be the light when there's darkness. You have to be the love when there is hate. You have to be uh, the fruit, the, the good fruit when there's rottenness around. And you have to be diligent adamant and very strong-willed about that about that and you can only do it by the power of the holy spirit now we're living in a world where as you can see uh the wheat is being separated from the chaff and what i mean when i say that the ones that are truly grounded in the lord's work are they're, they're literally not going to be moved by what's going on in this world and i know that's very few and far between because everybody seems to be moved by it right but that's not the truth the truth is everybody is not moved by what they're seeing when you're grounded in god's word when you're grounded in your prayer life when you know who you are in the lord and when you understand what the word says you're not moved by these things. You're not moved by what people say. And you're not moved by the fact that you don't live your life like the rest of the people in this world. You're not moved by that. And you have to be okay with that and move on with your life as if they're the ones. <laughs> they're the ones that truly need to change. It's not necessarily you unless the Lord is leading you to push you higher in your faith and your love for his people. And also for him and yourself. Uh, you know, I've found just by reading a lot of these things with Paul's writings that the Lord is constantly moving us towards the kind of love that he has for us. So that we learn to say, I love you. I remember, I love you, Lord, that is. I remember one morning I was um, in prayer and literally uh, I was praying in the spirit. And I literally heard myself saying, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And to be honest with you, I had not said that. I heard myself saying it. Now, that's kind of hard to explain if you're not, if you don't understand what I mean when I say praying in the spirit. Um, but all I can tell you is that, you know, it's like when you hear something in the spiritual realm. And I'm going to keep it like that. You know, I pray and I, I'm going to be in agreement with you that you're able to understand this if you're not able to. But I was literally praying in the spirit and I heard myself say something I had not yet said. Okay. Now, fast forward two weeks, I actually said it. So it told me that my experiences that the Lord is pushing me through. And you I mean, literally, he's pushing me through these experiences. That's the only way I'm going to get through them. The experiences that I'm having right now is teaching me his love. The Lord is always searching our hearts, searching our hearts. We can only, you cannot serve God and don't understand his love or don't understand what love is or don't give love or and not able to receive love. You have to know what kind of God you serve, okay? And what I found is that people that don't give or receive love and they are Christians and they do believe in Jesus, they're not grounded in God's word. They don't pray a lot. They're just, oh yeah, I'm a Christian. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And they, they literally just don't care, you know, and that's, you know, those are the ones when I say the wheat is being separated from the chaff because we are literally the ones that do care are being separated from the ones that don't. And trust me, I know that sounds kind of uh, I don't like to sound negative, but there are many Christians out there like that. And the goal is you can find non-believers like that, right? We don't need Christians like that. And the most important thing is that when we're talking about non-believers, we want to always be good examples for non-believers. A lot of non-believers really do believe that's what Christianity looked like. People that really, oh yeah, I know God, uh-huh. And they just keep going with their lives, sinning, not caring, not grounded in the word. And they're wondering why sickness 
disease, uh, all kinds of bad things happen to them. And as the and that literally, as Paul says, many of them go to sleep. That's death, death, physical death. That's what I'm talking about. So <clears throat> it's important to understand why we have these experiences that we have, because God is constantly pushing us up, not only just our faith, but pushing us to understand what his love truly means. I'm really, 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 really big on love right now. And I say that because the Lord is opening up my, he has really opened up my eyes to see environments where there is no love. And I say, Lord, what do you want me to do? What would you have me to do? And, you know, I'm not telling you this, this is very comfortable. This is not comfortable at all, but I've gotten used to being uncomfortable because when the Lord is using you, you cannot be in your physical, nice, carnal mind comfort zone. So you have to be okay with, okay, Lord, what would you like for me to do? And he shows you what you have to do in love. Usually it's very uncomfortable. It's very awkward, but you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And I promise you, I guarantee you, everybody benefits. It's not just you. And not even just that, promotion comes for everyone. The only, the promotion that only the Lord can give. I'm not talking about man giving promotion because that kind of promotion doesn't last. And that's the kind of promotion man wants to say, okay, I promote you and I'll take it back. No, the Lord does not do that. Okay. So um, I noticed that in Paul's writings, he's always talking about um, faith and love, faith and love. And I want to read to you. I know I read to you one. I'm going to read to you another one that um, I love so much. Um, even in First uh, Thessalonians, second chapter, first verse, he says, uh, let's see. No, this is actually First Thessalonians in the first chapter. Second verse, we always thank God for all of you and continually mention in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father, your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love and your endurance inspired by the hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. I think that sums up everything. I, you know, he actually starts a lot of his letters to, with saying these kinds of things, which I truly love. But notice that he says this, your endurance inspired by the hope in our love Jesus Christ. In other words, if you're not inspired by Jesus, if your life is not grounded in Jesus, if you're not even trying to get to know who Jesus is, you're not even going to have faith or love. It's just forget it. You're, you're giving a love that is so limited and so unbearable that it's the kind that backfires on you. It's the kind that the world is used to. And it's the kind that hurt people. And that in turn hurt other people. No, we're talking about if I'm going to do something and I'm going to really do it, I'm going to be inspired by the fact that Jesus Christ is in my life. Let me read that again. First Thessalonians first chapter, second verse. We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. We remember before our God and Father, your work produced by faith. We're talking about work. Your labor prompted by love. Labor in the body of Christ here. And your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that. I love that. This is That's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I've been giving you examples of. Even the story I gave to you, we're talking about work. Face without work is dead. We talked about that in the last season. Your labor prompted by love. We're talking about striving towards the goal, staying in situations where you know that it's difficult, loving people when they don't, when they're not showing you back love. Situations where it's so hard to be there, but that's labor, that's warfare, that's labor, but it's prompted by love. Why are we laboring if we're not loving? 
if, if we're laboring and not loving, it's going to bring resentment. It's going to bring unforgiveness. It's just going to bring darkness and evil and wickedness. So we're talking about labor prompted by love. So ladies and gentlemen, whatever you do in life, do it for the goodness of the Lord. Do it because you love the Lord. Do it because Jesus has inspired you through his word, not because you're going to get something back or you exalting yourself because you can never feel that void. You can never get enough or have enough. It is a void that's looking to kill you because that is what the devil does. So that's why I love when he says your labor prompted by love and your endurance inspired by our hope in Jesus Christ. You know, I, I like that too, because endurance tells me that <sighs> you just not going to give up, right? Oh my gosh, that's a whole new podcast in and of itself. Being patient, enduring till the end. That's a big one you have to pray about. Uh, you stay geared in conversation with the Holy Spirit about endurance, endurance, endurance. How do I last in the situation? How do I continue to go forth and deal with very difficult things? You know, whether it's a son or, or daughter or a husband or wife or a job or finances or health. How do I continue to stay in a situation knowing that it's very, very hurtful? How do I continue to endure my illness and praying and it has not gone away? How do I continue to deal with uh, my loved one uh, knowing that they're not going to change? They have not changed. I won't say they're not going to change. They believe they're not going to change. But you can intercede for them, for them to change by the power of the Holy Spirit. Make sure I say that. Because they're believing they're not going to change or they show no signs of changing. But as long as you're praying, there's something going on in the spiritual realm you're just not aware of yet. You just have to pray and ask God to show you that or just see it in dreams and visions in which the Lord is gladly pouring out the Spirit. But there's something happening there that will give you that endurance that's inspired by the hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, Paul spends all of his books talking about this. So I'm going to use so many examples when I go through um, this season. But I'm just going to pick apart a lot of areas of faith and love. And usually it's going to be stories where God is building up our faith and and basically our love also. And, you know, inspiring us to love. It's You know, most of the answers that we deal with in life it's going to be surrounded by love. It, it really is. And I've noticed that when I pull out that weapon, and obviously it's the most powerful weapon we have in spiritual warfare. When I pull out that weapon, not only do I feel better, but it totally changes the situation so powerfully that the devil doesn't even know how to come back after that. Okay, you knock him out with this one. You knock him out. So I'm going to get my examples together. You know, I've got many of them from Paul's writings, from examples I've seen in other people's lives, from examples I've seen in my life that I'm going to show and talk about this season. And I'm just glad that you're going to be with me throughout this journey. So uh, sit back, relax. Um, I, I, I truly believe that you're going to be changed after you listen to this season. I, I truly believe it because I, I like this conversational thing. I like just talking. And this is the whole point of a podcast, right? This is why I love it because you can just talk like we're having a conversation. I, I love that. That's the best thing we can do. Uh, I don't think that 
Sometimes you just don't want to go and sit down and listen to someone preach to you because a lot of times when you're listening to that, you think it's supposed to be this way. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you right now that um, there are times you have to listen to messages. There are times you have to have conversations and there are times you must engage and interact yourself. And I think this is what the podcast allows us to do, to engage and interact because you're hearing it from someone that's sitting down conversationally talking like they're talking to you. And I I know some podcasts they actually do talk which i believe right now there are some um platforms that's actually giving us the opportunity to do that these days so we're going to see how that works and i'm looking forward to it i hope you are thank you for staying with me in this season and all the other seasons may god bless you may god keep you may god shine his face upon you you are so precious to him you mean everything to the lord you mean everything to me i love you i love you i love you i cannot tell you enough because god is doing something so amazing in this time I pray that your eyes are going to see them and your ears hear them out of your love for him. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to send me an email. Uh, love at Cardelia.com. That's C-A-R-D-E-L-I-A.com. Feel free to look up my book on Amazon, Little Diary of Relationship Truths. Um, last name is R-E-I-D. I would love to hear from you. Can't wait for this season to start. I'm so excited and I'll look for you next time. Bye-bye.